0: Thanks for joining us on the Father's House podcast, where we are leading people to become fully devoted followers of Christ. If you have any questions or want to learn more about us, you can always check us out online simply by going to thefathershouse.com. We'd love for you to stay connected throughout your week. Now, let's go to this week's message. Let me give you an open book, no, an open life question, quiz. If since last Sunday to this Sunday, if you personally have talked to a lost person or an unchurched person about sin, salvation, repentance, the cross, resurrection, judgment to come, or even just gave someone an invite card to church, now you can't lie because God's watching But since last Sunday, if you've done any of those, at least once, would you honestly raise your hand? Wow, you guys are better than the average. Usually there's about seven or eight people that would raise their hand. Think about this. If when we get to eternity, how many of you are planning on going to eternity? When we get to eternity, if we're going to spend all of eternity... Uh, using that name Jesus and talking about how awesome he is and how wonderful and we never get tired of that then how do we make it for 7 days and not share something about Jesus to other people how, how, that that just doesn't that just doesn't fit uh, that that we we just can't that just can't be acceptable today's not a day of of condemning us but a day of confronting us with the reality That we have become soft, we have become beige, we have become so professional in coming to church that we come thinking about what we're going to get. We say, well, I didn't like that song, I didn't like this, I didn't like something else. And while people all around us are dying and going to hell and don't know Jesus, heaven is not the default. Heaven is not our automatic default. Paul talked about a church, and, and I want you to look at this, 2 Corinthians 4, uh, 13 through 15. This is what I'm praying that God would mobilize us. He says, we have this same spirit of faith. Say, same spirit. Same spirit. It's an attitude. Say, attitude. attitude. And it should be an attitude that everybody at the Father's house has. He says that it's described in the Scriptures when it says, read it with me. First I believed, then I spoke in faith. So we also first believe, then speak in faith. See it? I believe and I do what? I believe and I do what? He says that's the automatic response if I really believe in the resurrection. Look at this. He says that we're convinced that uh, he who raised Jesus will also raise us. Yes, all things work for your enrichment. So that more and more of God's marvelous grace, read it with me, more of his grace will spread to more and more people, say it again, more and more people, resulting in even greater, say it, increase of praise to God, bringing him even more glory. So I want us real quickly this morning, number one in your notes, if you're taking notes, is this. We need to do a checkup from the heart up. Not from the neck up, but we need to do a checkup from the heart up, because in verses thirteen and fourteen, Paul says, "You will automatically be motivated to share about Jesus if you really believe in the resurrection." You see, the resurrection of Jesus is the only thing that separates us from every other religion of the world. It's that he did, he died for our sins, but on the third day he rose again. What? Well, think about this. If remember John chapter ten. Lazarus died was put in the grave Jesus came said Lazarus come forth now think about this what if one of your family members died and pastor Ben came in and preached or prayed, and you and that family member rose back to life you don't think that in seven days you would tell at least one person my son was dead he was dead man gone we were looking at caskets pastor ben came by and prayed and he rose you you tell everybody but even even greater than that ephesians chapter 2 says we who were dead in sin Have become alive And out of our sins we were dead And he resurrected us to eternal life So if I really believe that If I really believe in that Power of resurrection that's happened in my life Do you think it would matter if somebody Laughed in my face and said you gotta be crazy You're a narrow minded bigot You you, you gotta be crazy with all of that No we'd say look I know It happened to me I was dead but now I live and thank God I have Hope in him If that's you give him a hand clap this morning, a yay God, amen. And I know, we here's, where, here's the posture of a lot of Christians. Yeah, I know, I'm a believer and it worked for my family. But who am I to tell somebody else that unless they turn to Jesus, they're going to die and go to hell? Who am I to tell people in another country that the God that they serve whether that's Hindu, whether that's Muslim, whether that's Buddhist, who am I to tell them that's a false god? That's a false religion. There's only one true God, and his name is Jesus Christ. So, so people say, well, you know, Terry, in today's culture, that just seems a little arrogant, a little unloving, and a little brash to tell somebody, in love, if you don't change your ways, you're on your way to spend eternity separated from God. That seems arrogant. That seems brash. That seems unloving. I agree with you. If Jesus hadn't resurrected. And I feel for you. I've traveled in 75 different nations of the world ministering, sometimes flying over. I'm thinking, what am I doing? Uh, what, why am I going? Who am I to stand and tell somebody that's raised in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a society that they believe the God that they serve that will change their life and if they do this and do that and do something else and how many do's do you have to do before you know that you've done it, right? Who am I? Who am I to do that? So I know how you're feeling. But listen, think about it reversed. It, to me, it feels very, very, very extremely arrogant, unloving, and brash. To say that Jesus Christ died for my sins and I know I'm on my way to heaven and he rose again and for me to keep that to myself, that's arrogant, that's brash, that's unloving in the world that we're living in today. If Jesus didn't rise from the dead, then let's just cash it all in. Let's forget. Let's just buy an indoor swimming pool here. Let's just use our money to take a cruise and let's do something else. You see, and as soon as you start telling people about Jesus and and the people that are around you, you say, yeah, but Terry, I don't know all the answers. You know, I'll get into some of these people and they'll start dissecting this and dissecting that and die something. But let me tell you where you're an expert. You're an expert in one thing. What this man Jesus, the one true God, came into your life and how he's changed your life bc before christ ac after christ and the only difference is the bridge and his name is jesus christ you can argue all day theology but you can't argue what jesus has done in your life so who have you told this week I said it's going to be confrontational the second thing we fill in is this we have to focus on the right motive focus on the right motive And what's the right motive? Look at this. He said that we want to spread to more and more people, resulting in even a greater, greater increase of praise to God. He said, so here it is. If you want to jot this down, I'll just give it to you. It's not in your notes, but here it is. Here's what he's saying. Gospel proclaimed. Grace received. Gospel believed. Thanksgiving abounds. God glorified. Uh, Let me give that again. That's what he's talking about here. The gospel proclaimed... Grace received, the gospel believed, thanksgiving abounds, and God glorified. Here, here's the end. The end result is not that we can say, oh man, I led somebody to the Lord this week. Oh, I shared somebody. Oh, I gave an invite card. I did No, the, the end is this, that, that, that you, you sow a seed. Somebody else may bring in the increase, but when it's all said and done, it's all to give glory and honor to God for what he's done in our life. If you believe that today, give him a hand clap. Say, yep, that's what it's all about. To him be glory. So here's the third thing today. We want to pray for Bob. We want to pray for Bob. Come on, Bob. Here's what that stands for. We want to pray, first of all, be for a burden. A burden. Two people just died. Two people just died. Two people just died. Two people just died. Every second, two people just died. Went into eternity. Do we care? If we care, what are we doing about it? Are we sharing the good news? Are we giving out of our resources to help the church and missions? Oh, Are we doing that? Or have we become so cool at doing church? I was on my way to a career in the Air Force. I was in Air Force. I was in ROTC. I was getting ready to sign away the papers for the last part. It felt like that's what God wanted me to do. And I would go in and retire and then I'd go to the mission field somewhere. See, and. I started having these dreams. A week before I was to sign away my last, and I wanted to be in the Air Force more than anything else in the world. More than, well, not as much as I love Jesus, but close to that, okay? I really wanted to do that. And I started having these dreams. And the Lord took me back to those dreams because I've gotten away from them. I've, I've I've become too comfortable. And I started waking in the middle of the night with these dreams of people dying and going to hell and crying out, won't somebody come? Won't somebody help me? Night after night after night after night. And then I realized that God was calling me, not to the Air Force, but he was calling me to another force, his force. Since then, I've traveled in 75 nations of the world. My, My grandkids are coming along. They've caught this legacy. My kids have caught this legacy And I just think, oh, God, thank you. But, Lord, please, give us a burden at the Father's house for our neighbors. Give us a burden for the world. Give us a burden for these little kids at Victory Junction. The O, pray for Bob, stands for opportunity. An opportunity is just buy a meal from somebody. Buy a meal for somebody. And somebody said, well, why would you do that? Well, it's better to give than receive. That's what the Bible says. Hey, by the way, have you ever heard about Jesus? He loves you and he's got a great plan for you. Now, does that take much? No. But, you know, somebody else will come along later and do something else. We, we try to do ways that we can help you. We've got a new card. Now, this is not an invite card. This is an opportunity card. And the ushers are going to pass these by and take a few and pass them down. So when you go to a restaurant and, and somebody serves you well, or if somebody goes out of the way to serve you at a, at a restaurant or someplace, why don't you give them a little tip or just say thank you or you know pay for their toll pay for their dinner it says something extra to show you that God loves you and on the back it's got the true life.org if a person has questions they just go there and it's answered. so you go to a restaurant today and somebody serves you well you give them that card and you put a little tip with it don't just give them the card and be chintzy okay we're looking for opportunities to represent Jesus so first of all is B is burden second of all is O for opportunity pray for an opportunity before this day passes I prayed this week and I was at the gym and I saw this guy really struggling and I went up to him and I said hey dude I I just I'm sorry but I just really sense that you're just emotionally going through some stuff and he said he, he knew I was a pastor. he said Pastor Terry he said I'm struggling with my family my wife and I are at odds with one another And i don't know what we're going to do you know we haven't been church in a long time and and i said you know what the answer is the answer is jesus that's the only thing and i'm going to pray for you And, and so here we go and he said you know what Thank you so much for taking time. Now, I I, I was alert to that because I'd prayed for an opportunity. Who is it this week? Who is it this week that had said to you, man, we were almost in an automobile accident. Then why not simply say, well, what if you were in that accident? And what if you'd gone into eternity? Do you know where you would go? Well, no, I'm not sure. Would you like to know? And you say, well, I'm not sure I can do a real good job. Well, then bring them to church with you next week. Before we finish out, somebody will talk to them about giving their heart to Jesus. You do what you can do. We'll do what we can do. And together, we're going to make a difference in this world. So we pray for a burden. We pray for an opportunity. And then thirdly, we pray for boldness. Say boldness. Paul says this. And pray for me to ask God to give me the right words that I can boldly exclaim God's mysterious plan that the good news is for Jews and Gentiles alike I am in chains he says so pray that I will keep on speaking well boldly keep on speaking boldly we think Paul extraordinaire, writes half the Bible I mean he's been whipped he's been beat but he says would you pray that I can have boldness boldness and I am going to pray today that God gives us that boldness that he gives us a burden that he gives us opportunities that he gives us boldness to stand and say God loves you I love you and God has a great plan for your life would you bow your head with me this morning what is the Holy Spirit saying to you today as followers of Christ the only thing we can say is simply this because I'm a Christ follower follower I have sacrificed my right to determine the direction of my life the only language I can use is a blank check to my plans to my possessions to my bank account to my dreams to my ambitions so God whatever you want me to do whatever you want me to give whatever you want me to let go of wherever you want me to go he is worthy of our worship you're listening to what the Holy Spirit would say to you today let me just make sure today the core message of the Bible is clear we've all sinned against the one true holy God and because of that sin we're separated in our sin destined to be separated from him in all eternity yet the one true God loved us enough that he wouldn't let us alone in our sin but he chose to send his son in the person of Jesus to come to our life he lived a life that none of us could live and he died for your sins and my sins so that you don't have to keep trying you just believe confess with your mouth believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and that same power of the resurrection works in you but good news on the third day he rose from the grave and he conquered death hell and the grave so I just, can't, I just can't assume today that everybody here is a Christ follower or, or serving God with all of your heart. Just because you come to church doesn't mean you're a Christ follower. Just because you come every week and even volunteer doesn't mean you're a Christ follower. We become a Christ follower when we simply say, I give my life over to you, Jesus. I ask you to forgive me my sins and come into my life. Some of you today, there's a vacancy in your life. The only thing that can fill that vacancy is Jesus. Just a minute. If you're here today and you need to rededicate your heart to the Lord or today for the very first time, you need to surrender your life to Him. And He's already speaking to you. He's already drawing you. He's already ministering to you. So in just a minute, I'm going to ask you to raise your hands and make eye contact with me and say, Terry, that's me. I I, want to get serious today. I want to get serious, or I, today I want to be sure that my name is written in the Lamb's book of life. I don't want to play games anymore. I'm not sure where I'd spend eternity. But in just a minute, I'm going to ask you to raise your hand. and. The Holy Spirit is already speaking to you, and I know you're going to raise your hand and make eye contact with me. I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm not going to make you feel bad. I'm not going to ask you to stand up. I'm just going to lead you in a great prayer, the greatest thing I could do today all day long. I've loved this, and I loved what Raylan said, but the greatest thing today is I'd love to lead you in a prayer in just a minute and for your eternity to change. For your eternity to change. So if that's you today, and you say, you know what, Terry, I need prayer, I need prayer because I'm not sure about my eternity. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but I want to be sure today. Right now, where you are sitting? Would you raise your hand and make eye contact with me and say, that's me. Thank you. Others today, thank you over here. Others today, thank you. Just raise your hand. Thank you, sir. Others today, say, that's me. That's me. Maybe some of you that are watching online, thank you. You may put your hand down. Others, thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Others, just raise your hand right now. That's me, Terry. I want to be sure. I don't want to leave today uncertain, but I want to leave today saying yes, 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 yes to Jesus who died for my sins, who paid the penalty for my sins. Just raise your hand and make eye contact with me. I want to pray with you. Listen, would you join me in prayer today as we pray this prayer together? We've all prayed a prayer like this at some time or another, but let's pray this together. Lord Jesus, thank you today for loving me, for dying for me, paying the price for my sins. And I invite you into my heart and into my life. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are the Lord and God raised you from the dead. As best as I know how, I want to serve you the rest of my life. Fill me with your spirit and give me a burden to share the news with others. As a church, it's our honor to play a small part in all that God is doing in and through your life, and we would love to continue with you on that journey. To find out what your next steps will be in your relationship with Christ, all you have to do is go to thefathershouse.com slash next. Join us next week as we continue to love God, help people, and build the kingdom.